Are you crying because you want to do God's will or because you want God to do your will? Good morning and welcome to the Catholic Daily Drive. Today is Thursday of the second week of Lent. In the gospel today, Jesus assures us that if we suffer here, we could still be in paradise where there is no more suffering or pain. God, come to our assistance. Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation, and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name. Among the nations make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, Lazarus, full of sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy upon me, and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. The saint of the day is St. Francis of Rome. Francis was born in the city of Rome in 1384 to a wealthy noble family. At a very young age, she decided that she wanted to be a nun. Her father, however, had already promised her in marriage to Lorenzo, the son of another wealthy family. She stubbornly prayed to God to prevent the marriage until her confessor pointed out, are you crying because you want to do God's will or because you want God to do your will? She gave in to the marriage reluctantly. She was not desirous of the life of parties and entertainment in this new life. Francis collapsed from the strain. Eventually, she sacrificed her will and gave her life to the providence of God. She gave her obligations to the family and her devotions. It wasn't looked kindly for a noble person to help the poor, and people gossiped about Francis and her sister out alone in the streets. She assisted the people of Rome through famine and war in miraculous ways that changed the heart of her husband and father-in-law regarding her good works. After assisting in war at the time, and with Lorenzo's support and respect, Francis started a lay order of women attached to the Benedictines, called themselves the Oblates of Mary. The women lived in the world, but pledged to offer themselves to God and serve the poor. Eventually, they bought a house where the widowed members could live in community. Francis nursed her husband until he died. His last words to her were, I feel as if my whole life has been one beautiful dream of purest happiness, 
God has given me so much in your love. After his death, Francis moved into the house with the other Oblates and was made superior. At 52, she had a life she dreamed of when she was 11. She had been right in discerning her original vocation. She just had the timing wrong. God had had other plans for her in between. Francis died four years later. Her last words were, The angel has finished his task. He beckons me to follow him. Jesus presents to us two ways in the gospel today. The rich man, who is nameless and lives a life of extravagance with no regard for the needs of those around him, and the poor man, Lazarus, whose name means God is with him, lays outside of the gates of the rich man's house and just desired to eat the scraps. Dogs came up and licked his wounds. This is most certainly a parable to warn against materialism and how it blinds us to the needs around us. He also shows us the tremendous love of our God who has Lazarus carried up to the bosom of Abraham. Further, Jesus himself shares that even after his resurrection, people are not going to believe in him. I used to tell students that God himself could write in the clouds, I am here, I am real, and I love you. And they still could find a way to dismiss it. I mean, the greatest miracle happens each and every day in our churches when Jesus becomes fully present in the Eucharist and we dismiss it. Imagine if we had wonder and awe and light of so great a gift. Finally, let's not lose the fact here that the poor man at the outside of the gate suffering is also a reflection of Christ in just a few weeks. Cast out, beaten, bloody, Jesus himself is sent out of Jerusalem to die on the cross. Today, I would ask that you take some time and reread this gospel. It is an extraordinary reflection on why we fast, pray, and give alms this Lent. It's an extraordinary reflection on how we just get caught up where we are in a materialistic society. And it also is a great setup for Christ's coming passion. It can be found in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. Today, we are praying for the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese of Denver and for Sacred Heart Cathedral School in Pensacola, Florida. For all of our partner schools, dioceses, and for our generous benefactors, we ask God's continued guidance through the intercession of Our Lady and Queen as we pray. O Mary, my Queen, I cast myself in the arms of your mercy. I place my soul and body in your blessed care and under your special protection from this world. I entrust to you all my hopes and consolations, all my anguish and misery, my life and the end of my life. Through your most holy intercession and through your merits, grant that all my works may be directed and carried out in accord with your will and the will of your divine Son. Amen. Go forward bravely, fear nothing, trust in God, all will be well. If you would like more resources, support, or would like to add intentions, please visit us at missiondrivencatholic.com.